and welcome to the Unraveled Academy, a podcast that talks with some of the best in our industry. These interviews are exclusive for our Unraveled community, and we can't wait to share their amazing insight with you. You have lifetime access to these interviews, and we hope that they offer you some insight and inspiration on your creative journey. Okay. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us again today. Um, we are here with the amazing Sue Sonnenberg uh, to talk all things creative. I'm Co Hodges, and I'm here with my lovely co-founder, Sarah Driscoll. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here with us. It's such an honor. Um, you are such a huge part of what we do at Unraveled Academy, and we're just so thrilled to have you here on the show. Ah, thank you. It's fun to be here. So for those of you that don't know, um, Sue has taught a lesson for us within the academy that has been um, really, really beautiful and wonderful. I'm going to have her touch on that in a a minute. And then she is also a moderator within our group, within our Facebook group and within our online platform. Um, And what that means is that she offers uh, critique and inspiration and answers questions for our students um, on a weekly basis. And she's just been such a, a key part of what we do. Aw, man. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> yeah, I, did a, I did a course on creating for you because I have so many ideas, so it's really hard for me to pick something to talk about. And I love to talk, as you're all going to painfully find out. <laughs> but um, it was just the most important to me, and it was really a life-changing process that I went through. And it sounds, like, really crazy, but... I took one year to just totally, completely just create for myself without worrying and overthinking and doing, you know, things that I thought other people would pay me for and would want and all that kind of stuff. Like, stop chasing other people and just kind of do me. And it was super terrifying. I remember I had a maternity client. She called me after she saw some stuff I posted on social media. And she's like, um, do I want to be like suspended in nature or like floating for this session? I'm, I just have some questions and I'm like, well, that'd be awesome. I mean, if you want, we would totally do that. I would be so down to do that, but no, no, we can, we can be super normal and you know, nothing has changed. I'm just kind of branching out and getting a little weird. And she's like, no, oh, I love it. You know? Um, so it was just over time the more that I put out there, the more people would be like, oh, like you tell somebody you want to set them on fire in Photoshop, they run. (laughs) I think you're a serial killer. But if you show them, they're like, oh, I want to do that. How'd you do that? You know, they love being a part of the process. So I learned I have to be brave and like put it out there. It's like when I try to decorate my house and need to go to like a million model show houses to be like, <laughs> oh, that's what you're supposed to put there. I don't know. I put that in my bathroom and it looks stupid. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I try. But when I see it, I can kind of get it and understand it and be more brave. So 
Anyway, Absolutely. that makes perfect sense. <laughs> no, that makes perfect sense. It's, it's definitely part of gaining clients too, is just putting yourself out there and showing people what you do so that they know what to expect. So exactly. you're right on with that. And you weed out so many boring people. It's so yes. great. <laughs> yes. I was going to ask you about that. So how did that shift after that year, that creative surge you had, how did that shift as far as client work goes and what did that do for you monetarily? So I'm not going to lie. At first it kind of rocked my world and I was yeah. scared and I'm like, what am I doing? I shouldn't be doing this. This is really stupid, but really, you know, <laughs> just like any change, change is super uncomfortable, but it's so worth it once you just, you know, continue with it, you know? Yeah. So I started doing, um, stock photography and my friend brought it up to me and I'm like, stock photography. You mean like <laughs> a woman like half eating an apple in a glorious <laughs> kitchen. Like that is not, she's like, no, no, like book covers. And so I did some searching and I'm like, I don't think this is me. I don't know. You know, and that whole self doubt comes in. Like, why would they want my work? It's freaking weird. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> so I did, I put it out there and I started doing, um, I kind of went into that direction. And then my husband's like, what are you doing? I'm like in the front lawn with like trash bags and my neighbor wrapping her in rope. And like, he's like, what are like, honestly, like, can't you just be normal? Like go do a family session and like, you know, like have them look at the camera. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I can't. Right. I don't want to do that anymore. Um, but I do, I mean, I just don't post it. I just kind of, right. I just don't show what I don't want to do anymore. And uh Eventually, over time, Isn't you kind so of weed out. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, just show amazing. them what you want to do. And then, you know, I even have, I love high school seniors because they're like, for one, they're like awesome looking still. <laughs> <laughs> they have the style. Yeah. Right? I'm like, I show up and I'm like, my, my husband's like, where are you going? You're getting all dressed. You're putting makeup on, which was like, not my thing. I'm like, I have a, I have a session today. And he's like, wow, for who? And I'm like... Oh, a 17-year-old girl. <laughs> you can't look like ass in front of a 17-year-old girl. Right. No. That, and the oh worst part is I, like, I'll show up and I'll think that I'm, like, looking stylish. And they'll be like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just, I'm just not that person. Like I said, I need to, like, look at fashion online and, like, be like, okay, I need that shirt, those shoes. Like, I mean, it's stupid proof. So, um, so I try to stupid proof stuff for my clients, like. <laughs> Honestly, like if you want to get what you want out of your client, you have to act like they are, it's like their first day on earth and you're, they're stupid, just straight up stupid yes. and be like, this is what I want. Okay. I want to see what you're wearing. No, you're not wearing a black t-shirt. No, you're not all coming in black t-shirts and jeans. I will cry. I will literally cry. I can't do that anymore. I'm sorry. If you want that, go to JCPenney, go, go wherever yes. you want. I just... I can't crush my soul anymore. I just can't do it. Oh, Lord, you're like speaking to my soul right now because <laughs> that so is so how I'm feeling lately. Like, it's just, I just can't keep doing that to myself. Like, I'm just ready to enjoy it. Yes. Right? I feel like I chased. I, I was always like, is this what you want? I'm going to do that. You want an Easter bunny in a picture? I'm going to sure. do that. You want plastic <laughs> eggs? Sure, I'm gonna go spend a million dollars at Wally World right now, <laughs> and and just make the most ugh gross scene. And I'm just gonna put your kid in it, all for the sake of what are you gonna? Oh, you want to pay me thirty five dollars? Oh wait, hang on a second. 
right, 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 right. You know, it looks like that. <laughs> but I feel like so many people do that for so long, and I was that person. Yes. I was like the pinball. Like, you want that? If I do this, it'll bring me money. This you're chasing the money isn't the way money comes to you. You know what nope. I mean? It's just like it's totally the opposite. It's like well, exactly, and it evaporates really quickly, and then you're left yes. with this session that you did that you are not proud of that you don't want to post anywhere and you don't duplicate and you may have paid a water bill and that's awesome. And sometimes you have to do work just to do work. Um, but, and I still do, I still, yeah, for the long run. Absolutely. And especially as I climb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's in, and that's the thing. It's like at the end, you're doing all of this, chasing all of that, and at the end, you're feeling robbed and empty. And you're yeah. like, but this is supposed to be, this is the dream. I I quit my real job and I'm doing this and yeah. and it's not fulfilling me anymore. And that's when I reached that point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And, you know, I'm doing this to be happy, but I'm not happy. I'm not happy at all. And, yeah. you know, and happiness morphs over time. And I didn't realize that either. Like, okay, once I get here, once I get a boom lighting set up <laughs> and like tripods, I need a tripod because this one, this one has a really good tripod and that's going to make my photography amazing. And you go and you get it and you're like, I'm, I'm not, I don't even sit still. Like, it's hard for me to sit here and talk right now. I'm like, my hands are going flying. I'm like, tripod? <laughs> like, I am not a tripod person. Like, so it's just funny because it's so true you know, though. Yeah, in the beginning of the photography journey and probably all the way through, it's like you just think like, oh, well, maybe if I get this lens, all of a sudden I'm going to be super incredible at something. Or if I get this, whatever product it may be, it's like you're just always accumulating all of these things in hopes that it's going to change how you take pictures. But in the end, it's just like your viewpoint and weeding out what works and what doesn't and being brave enough to like own it, you know? Yes. And that's, and that's why I started, I started shooting with trash. I know I sound like a (laughs) crazy person again, but seriously, it's like, well, it started when I was little, I had a shoe box and I hid it under my bed because my mom would have wigged out with the stuff that I put in there. But I would always find just weird stuff while I was walking and bring it home and put it in my shoebox. And it would be like wrappers, like just weird. I'm, oh, I'm a weird person, guys. It's always been this way. <laughs> so, but it's like, so I wanted to get back to that. I was in this space. I, um, I have two girls with this man, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, you can't call him a dad, but whatever, with this dad, okay? Because <laughs> that's biology. So anyway, and I had to pretty much start my life over. So I left with two suitcases and two kids and went across the country by myself. And life was really, really insanely hard. So my life was work. I worked three jobs. I went to school. I just was drained, super drained. I was not happy, but I was happy at the same time. And I was realizing that my happiness was in the simpler things. You know what I mean? I felt like a failure. Like I can't give my kid an iPod because I can't. And everybody around them has an iPod and they're looking at me like, why can't I, you know what I mean? And I found there's so much joy and happiness and stuff that we, we overlook when we have all these things that distract us, you know? So it's like, 
Um, like every year before Christmas, they would go through their stuff to donate to the needy kids. We were like, you are the needy kids. So, you know what I mean? It's all perspective. And I was in this point where, you know, I met my husband, we got married we have like the house and the car paid off and where I'm in this space where I'm supposed to be like, this is it. I'm happy now. Right. This is what I've been hoping for. And then, you know, I had this job that paid me good money even though I never finished college and don't ask my mom about that. Cause it's <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so it's like you always get to these points in your life where you think that that's the end all be all, but life is a moving target. It's like, okay, I'm happy now, but I'm not like, there was something missing. And then I felt guilty for feeling that way. Like I've never had this, this ability to be like, Oh, you want, you know, an ice cream cone for $5. You know, I was, it was a totally different lifestyle that I worked towards. It wasn't overnight, obviously, yeah. but whatever. But um, I found that I really was happiest when everything was stripped away. Ugh, so mm-hmm. I started thinking about like, wow, like when we're kids, we just rip off all that external stuff of worry. And even when I help out in my kids' classroom, they're always like excited to raise their hand and like answer. And half of them don't even have the answers. Mm-hmm. The other ones are picking their nose and answering. You're like, they don't give <laughs> a F about anything. And I'm like, God, I wish I could just be like that again. So I was like, why can't I? So I just started creating with trash again, like I did when I was little. And it was so rewarding because I would have, um, again, over time, people seeing it in action, like, oh, you're not actually going to pour spaghetti sauce all over my body that's rank and moldy. Like, it's (laughs) like actual, like, plastic. And I can do that, you know. So... Anyway, over time, it morphed into something so much bigger. And again, it was super weird to start, but it made more sense as it went along. And the whole point was, it's not your, it's not your wardrobe that's making you beautiful in these pictures. It's not your, your makeup. It's not, it's not any, anything. You're, you're literally, you're on my lawn with like burnt out grass stain holes and like cars driving by. And I just want people to see like, you're, you are beautiful. The nothing yeah. that went into the making of this made you that way. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Right. And I think that's super important, especially for, I mean, I've never been a man, so I, <laughs> I can't really say. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think especially for women, like we, we morph and we age like, oh my God, why am I aging this way? But whatever. <laughs> And it's like, I don't think it's more of like the wrinkles and the time that's gone by and like stretch marks and whatever. I think it's that we haven't had like a quiet enough space to really look in the mirror and be like, oh my God, that's me. Like, I don't feel like I, that was another pivotal moment for me. I was literally in my bathroom with like three kids, like losing my mind. So I hide chocolate. So (laughs) Uh, hey, just side note, if you need to hide anything, you hide it in a tampon box because, oh, okay, no one is touching that. Even That's if they find it, it, they're like, ew, that is freaking disgusting. <laughs> so you're like, whatever. So totally in the bathroom, like shoving chocolate in my face, like wanting to cry, not even knowing why. And I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, what in the hell? Like, what happened? I'm like, all up close, like, crap, you know? And then my kid's banging on the door and I see his toes underneath and he slips me <laughs> the top of a strawberry. And I just started crying and laughing at the same time because whenever my kids can't take a crap, I like would bring them strawberries and they'd eat them on the toilet. <laughs> so he's in there like, oh, here, mom, you, you need some help, you know, and I'm like, just go away, you know, and then I'm like mom guilting, like, 
I'm a right. horrible mom. I'm hiding. I should be sharing the chocolate with my kid. I'm fat. I shouldn't be eating the chocolate. You know what I mean? It's just like we're layers so mean. of guilt. Oh my god, we're gosh. so mean to ourselves. Yes, like, we are. Like, let yourself play for one oh. year. Just play. Be a kid. It's so oh. good for the soul, you know? So anyway, so, you guys yeah. have anything to say? Because I'm like... <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. I love, I love you. making our so, job so easy. You have oh my gosh. a story. Oh, my gosh. No, and it's so amazing, too. You're lucky I didn't have my cough. Go in a mile a minute. I love what you said, though, about <laughs> the the journey. And I feel like this is really, really poignant for especially people who are just starting out on their creative journey or maybe are midway, um, that it's, it's truly never ending and life is never ending. Life is a moving target. And this book that Sarah and I recently read, she said to be human is to be incomplete. And I feel like to, to embrace the incompleteness is Mm -hmm. fulfilling in itself. And you can yes. find happiness in that. You're never going to be like, oh, this is it. I've made it. Finally, I've made it. And my life right. is perfect. And this is everything. And I can just live the fantasy out. Because that's just right. not how humanity works. Well, yeah. we wouldn't want it to be that way. Absolutely. Because then we have nothing else to live for. You know what I mean? Of course we have something, the next thing that appears, and the next thing that appears. Because we, we're alive. We want more and more. Yes. And not in a greedy way, but we were like you know, what else is out there? You know, we hunger, we hunger and we thirst for more. Absolutely. Cause that is, that is human nature. And as long as it's in a healthy way and we can acknowledge it. And I feel like that's, that's so true of most people in there. I mean, how often do you guys get asked or like, when do you know that you made it? When did it just click for you? When was it, when were you right. finally like, I'm here, I've arrived. And we're like, never, we still haven't arrived. Like, we're never <laughs> right. going to arrive, not ri- arrive. And I don't plan on being that. And right. uh, it, it was really, really fascinating. And I wish I could give that uh, to everybody who's just starting out as a gift. Like, just enjoy mm-hmm. this because all of it is cool. All of it matters. And yeah, there's a point when you're going to make money and an income off of it. But still embrace like the incompleteness of the journey. Right. Because you're building your life and you, you want to love it. You want to be happy. You deserve to be happy. Yes. Which is the hardest thing to absorb. Oh. But even, yeah. you know... Even when I help out, and my, my youngest goes to an art-based school, which is amazing. Oh, and so. so I help out, you know, <laughs> like I get voluntold, like, hey, you're coming <laughs> to the art fair. And I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah, of course I didn't forget about that. Right, yeah. right. So I'm like, dang it. So <laughs> the other thing that I found is, like, all this stuff that you – like revolt against the stuff that you're like, oh, why? Like, like the art fair. I'm like, crap, freaking art fair. I have no idea what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do what I did last year. Like, oh, but then my creative brain is like, you can't do that. You did that already. You did that already. You did that already. I'm like, you're right. You're right. Okay. I'm going to do something unique. It's the same kids. You know, they're, they're going to be like, you did that last year. I remember doing that. You know, I'm like, ah, little shit. Right. So in perfect Sue fashion, I got my kid in the car. We're like late. He's got one shoe on and undo the knot. <laughs> I'm like, just get in the car. And I got two trash bags. And he's like, what are you doing? Oh my God, mom. No. What are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like pulling over on the way to the school and I'm cutting berries <laughs> off of trees. <laughs> I'm like pulling weeds out of the yards. I'm like, give me that magazine. You see the newspaper in there? Just grab me the newspaper. He's like, but what? No one reads the newspaper anymore. Just give me the newspaper. (laughs) And I'm like grabbing all this crap all the way to the school. 
And I'm feeling like a hot mess. I look like a hot mess, like always. It's just like my style. I rock it pretty well now. <laughs> so I get there and I'm like, I'm setting up and I'm feeling like the biggest failure. I have this migraine coming on. And I guess it's like the annual like art fair day. So anyway, they have the old principal talking. And while I'm setting up, feeling like the biggest failure, and I'm placing plain white pieces of paper out on all the tables with piles of literally crap, like just stuff like in the, on the tables. And I had the classroom of the most OCD teacher ever, which was great, but whatever. And I hear her speaking and her whole, her whole like a little assembly thing. She always says stuff where the kids get something out of it, but I like end up crying. I'm like this woman for president, like she's amazing. Like she touches my life, like just the stuff that she says. Yeah. And she was talking about creating from nothing and how mm -hmm. the school was formed and whatever. And her whole storyline was creating out of nothing. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's what I'm doing. I'm teaching them to create out of nothing. <laughs> like, yes. I'm doing a good thing. Like, why am I overthinking? These are kids. You kids don't need the layers and layers of things that we think that we need to give them. They have it. They have that magic. It's almost like flipped. Like, we need to go and soak up their magic. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it was really weird. And then as I'm like, okay, I should show them an example because there's always like a few kids that just copy what you do because they don't know what they're going to do. So I'm making this like fast arrangement. I can feel them like walking in and they're like talking about the school mascot, which is a butterfly. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just made a butterfly out of like twigs and like whatever. I'm like, okay, it's just, I'm supposed to do this. This is, I'm feeling comfortable now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And the kids came in and they, they had the best time and they, everybody just went ah right to work. And then they dumped the stuff back in the middle of the table after, cause it was like a recycling kind of a thing. Cause people always think, are you big on recycling? Like you do so much with trash. I'm like, no, <laughs> I probably should be, but I'm not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but you know, it's just. Life is just, there's so much to learn if you just take away all the painful pressures and stress. And it's like, when you go, when I went in there feeling the pressure of having to teach and having to have this grand example, then I lose my ability to be the student. And mm -hmm. that was like super huge for me to learn. I'm like, I am also in this equation to learn something. I'm yes. not here to be the end all be all like, this is what you have to do and blah, 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 blah. Right. And it's like, so all the things that you never want to do, or you're like, oh God, I forgot I signed up for that. They're, <laughs> they're, they're so important just to show up. Like that's, I always tell my kids just show up. I know you don't want to be there, but there's a, there's a point and a purpose to being there. Just show up, you know? Absolutely. So. I love that so much. So um, anyway, I don't even know where I am. <laughs> Why did I tell you? You're doing, you're doing amazing. <laughs> I actually want to take that and shift over to the work that you do um, yeah. with the anti-bullying and with the with the girls who have suffered from um, from some trauma. And can you tell yeah. us about that, those projects, <laughs> what they mean to you, and, and how they came about? Oh, yeah. Okay. How much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> However much you want, babe. <laughs> How deep do you want to get? Because let's, let's get deep. Let's get freaking deep, man. Get, all right, all right, guys. You said it. I'm rolling up my sleeves right now. It's a my. I'm like, Roll not up. even kidding, man. It's mind-blowing stuff. Roll them up. <laughs> and I'm not even like a super religiousy person, so just like disclaimer. I don't want to like offend oh. anybody on either side nope. of whatever. Okay. Nope. 
But there are some very strange occurrences that happened around all of this that there's just too much weird to not be there. There, I don't know. So anyway, blah, here oh, we go. I totally <laughs> get your meaning. No, I, I totally get your meaning. Yes. It's really, really strange. So anyway, it started out, um, I woke up one morning. Okay. This is in my year of Sue is just going to rock Sue. Okay. Sue is going to be childlike. <laughs> Sue is. not going to worry about what anybody thinks about her. She's just doing it. Right. <clears throat> so I woke up one morning and this is like three phones later to like hitting my alarm. You know, you like smack your phone around a little bit and it was this number and I'm like, what the heck is that? And I look at it and it's a number of, um, a local woman who owns and operates a ranch and she does art programs there. So I woke up and I was like, okay, the old Sue would be like, weird, whatever. This Sue is like, okay, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Right. So everything in this year had like meaning and I was paying attention and whatever. So I dropped my kids off at school and I just called it. And she answered and I like crapped my pants. I was like, I was expecting an answering machine. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. And I'm like, this is going to sound really weird because when I get nervous, I um, just ramble and just say really weird really? stuff. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Girl, I'm not even awake yet or had coffee. This is like really? lucky right now. Amazing. So, so anyway, she answers and I'm like, it was going to sound really weird, but I woke up and your phone number was on my phone. And I don't know, I know you do something with art and um, I feel like I just felt like I was supposed to call you. I know it's really stupid. And she was like, dead silent. And I was like, Oh my God, why am I so weird? Like what is wrong with me? <laughs> like chill out. So, and she's like, wow. So what do you like? Let's try to figure this out. And I'm like, Oh my God, I love you. <laughs> um, she's like, what are you? And I'm like, well, I'm a photographer and I'm feeling kind of lost. And I thought, I don't know, maybe I should do photography classes for your, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just, I just had in my gut feeling to call you. So anyway, um, we meet for coffee, and when we meet for coffee, she starts telling me that she runs a nonprofit for survivors of child sexual abuse. And I'm like, holy cow, like, that's some yeah. deep stuff, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. And so anyway, we're talking over coffee, and instantly, like, you, blah, 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 like, back and forth and back and forth, and we're yeah. there forever. And I walked out of there as the vice president of her nonprofit organization. She's like, I just have to have you. Oh, and I'm like, amazing. I come home. My husband's like, where were you? You know, he's so like, <laughs> I call him a new soul. Like I'm an old soul. And he's like a baby soul. He doesn't get it. He's like, you just found this number on your phone. Like, you, what the hell? Like, she could be a serial killer. You know, like, whatever. <laughs> I'm all, oh, and by the way, I'm the VP of a nonprofit organization. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I can't even stand you right now. So, anyway, we're just, like, fumbling with it. We're like, okay, well, I don't know my place. You know, I know nothing about organizing businesses. I probably should by now, but I'm going to wig it, whatever. So, so she comes to me and says, you know, I have this story. I want to create something for it. 
So I said to her, I said, well, that's, you know, I have this idea in my head that I've always had. And it's weird because it's coming back to me right now because when I was little, I used to draw and I always wanted to do, you know, a picture of mannequins standing in a field, Mm. which is really weird. And she's so, her eyes get all big. (laughs) And I'm like, I know that's weird, right? You're trying to do like a little less weird. And she's like, no. And then we're at her house and she rolls open the ranch doors and her whole garage is full of mannequins. Stop oh it. Amazing. And I'm like, what? And, you know, it looks like there's, like, body parts everywhere. It's, like, super. But my, like, creative heart was like, yeah! Awesome, you know? And I guess what it was was her process in using art as therapy kind of carried over into her classes and that sort of thing. What she was trying to do was paint the mannequin bodies with mm-hmm. paint, obviously. And she would rip out pieces of scripture and burn the edges and glue them on. Like, she made art projects out of them. And mm-hmm. she had a lot of people, you know, like, you're burning the Bible. And she's like, but it's in a therapeutic way. Like, I'm trying to... And I'm like, I see what you're doing. You're covering bodies with words of protection. Like, it makes total sense to me. Like, I get it. Like, what, what don't people understand? Um, so anyway, that was really therapeutic for her. So the day of the shoot, she actually found, um, a stand in for her because she was, you know, it's a very emotional process. And a lot of the time we use models intentionally so they can kind of direct it instead of being in it. And a lot of people are like, no, I want to be in it. So whatever. So the week leading up to this photo shoot, I was seeing birds everywhere, like annoyingly so, where I was like, okay, in the year of Sue, paying attention, like, okay, birds, I get it, like, leave me alone, like, this is super weird, like, following me on the freeway, like, no joke, the freeway, following my car, like, ah, ah, I'm like, oh, I get it, I get it. So I show up to her session, and she said, you know, I'm really sorry, I just, I don't think I can go through with it, and I'm like, oh, crap, you know, like, my mannequin's in a field, like, this is supposed to happen, she's like, no, I found someone to stand in for me. So anyway, we're wrapping her in newspaper, turning her into a mannequin, because that's totally normal, right? Isn't that what everybody does in their, <laughs> in their garage or whatever? So we're wrapping her, and while we're wrapping her, I see that she has a bird tattoo on her wrist. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to get birds flying like on my back shoulder for each of my kids, you know, because I'm obsessed with yeah. birds. They're like pretty much in everything I make. So <laughs> while we're wrapping the mannequin, I realize that on her um, <coughs> clavicle, she has birds flying. And I'm mm. like, whoa. And so I'm thinking, okay, there's the birds. Now they'll like, you know, yeah. whatever. And I'm like, that's really weird. You guys both have the identical tattoo that I've always wanted to get in different parts. So anyway, we're up where we throw her in the field and we do our shoot. And then I have her kind of rip off all the newspaper and chuck it that way. <coughs> like to me, it was like a freedom and like, you know, yeah. Whatever. Everything is very meaningful and has a lot of symbolism in, in all of those. There's packed with stuff that, yeah. like, outwardly wouldn't really make too much sense. But to the person, everything is in there. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's not for absolutely. everybody to know. So it's kind of goes along with the storyline. So <laughs> anyway, I'm cleaning up all the newspaper and stuff. And I get in the car and then I'm like, oh, man, I really wanted to do something with with birds like I know the tattoo that was cool but I wanted to add birds and I was kind of bummed and disappointed it was my first shoot I was like okay so next time I'll make a like 
you know, I'll draw little sketches like I used to do, which, you know, always look inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, um, anyway, I pull them up on my computer screen and I kid you not straight at a camera, it's her and she's throwing the newspaper and the newspaper is shaped like birds, like undeniably. So like detail in the wings, everything. And I'm like, Oh my God, that is so weird. And Every story, it was just so weird. So then, like, the next story would come, and I would get this idea in my head, and then I would ask them about it, and they would be like, oh, my gosh, yes, that makes sense because of this. Like, everything was so intentionally fitting together that I knew, like, this was super important for me to continue on. And it was, you know, it wasn't bringing me any money. So my husband's like, why are you doing this? I'm like... (laughs) Because, like, there's things more important, you know what I mean? Like, we yeah. always have food on the table. We, and I've been there. I've done that. You know what I mean? I'm not worried about yeah. being there again. I'm cool with it, which is right. bad, but whatever. Um, and, like, uh, I got a call from one lady. Because, basically, I would get their story. <clears throat> their story, most of the time, was very um, kind of simple. Like, very gru- Like, not gruesome. That's a horrible word. But very... It wasn't like a moment that you could freeze, that you could display. You know what I mean? So it's challenging for me because I was trying to find symbolism. And so I get their story and then I'll call them. And when I would call them, I would just get like these things in my head. And so one lady, she was telling me, like just talking about her story. And I'm like, okay, this sounds really weird, but I have an idea. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, I see you in like this abandoned room because I love abandoned rooms, so that's probably a little <laughs> bit selfish of me, but whatever. And I'm like, and I see you ironing butterflies into wallpaper, which, right? Oh. Serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, you did not just say that. And I'm like, okay, have you ironed butterflies into wallpaper? I'm not showing up if that's like <laughs> what's going right, on here. Right, right. And she's like, no, when I was little, all my clothes were from Goodwill and hand-me-downs and like, so what I would do is I would iron everything and I still iron everything I wear to this day before I put it on. And to me, it's like, like a process that I would do that I'm worth it. I'm crisp. I'm fresh. I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> She's like, no, that makes total sense. So I was like, okay, this is getting weirder and weirder. Oh. And, and I'm like, yeah. And I see like a little suitcase. We could have, I have this old vintage suitcase and she's like, do you know that I've moved over 60 times in my life? So yeah, the suitcase makes sense. Oh. And I'm like, oh my God, it was just crazy. That's amazing. And then I kept thinking like down the rabbit hole. I'm like, I don't know. Do you like, um, what's that kids movie where they go down the rabbit hole? Oh Same. gosh. <laughs> I mean, she shrinks, she shrinks down and then she's like the. The tea set and whatever. Well, oh, oh, Alice, Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland. Alice yeah, in Wonderland. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like, I don't know. Do you have like some fascination with Alice in Wonderland? And she's like, No, I don't. I have no idea where you're going with that. <laughs> so anyway, I picked the location, which turns out to be this little rundown, like little village, and it has a huge wind windmill. So I tell her about it. And she starts crying. And then this is part of the process where you're like, oh, my God, did I do good? Good cry back? Like, what's happening? Like, it's super emotional. And she's like, my my mom got married under a giant windmill. And I grew up in a small little village just like this. I'm like, what in the heck? So it was just the trippiest thing. 
So I would like mess with her because we joke around, we laugh, we cry, um, we create with weird crap and it's just super therapeutic. And <laughs> as we're like hugging and getting ready for her to leave, a bunny literally runs right by us and then boop, and then like down the rabbit hole. And we're like, she looks at me like, what is happening? And I'm like, we need to leave. I need to leave. That's amazing. So it was just crazy. And I know I sound nuts, but. I don't care anymore. Don't. And that's part of the process. I really don't even care. Like people can whatever <clears throat> because it's been such rewarding work. And then, um, oh. so yeah, lots and lots oh of crazy stories. Uh, so incredible. That. So how can people find, find more of this? Where can they go and to check out the work that you do with the nonprofit? Um, where can they go to see that? <clears throat> well, because of the nature of the subjects, it's it's in my body of work, but I don't call it out, you know, okay. because it's um just feels wrong to do that. Sure. And but you'll there's certain things that you'll see and you'll be like, okay, this one probably has an underlying story. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Because it'll just have something super weird in it. Well, all my stuff has super weird stuff. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> well, never mind. I love you. <laughs> but so yeah, and then. I don't know. I, and then my daughter came home from school one day in seventh grade and said she had this English teacher that I just loved and she would give them all these assignments. And then at first it was like, dude, we get it like enough. Like, I don't want to look through our family history anymore. Like, right. like, Oh my gosh, you're doing a documentary on every single family. Like this is so much detailed work. Like it was making me crazy. Right. But then she came home with an assignment and it was all about um, what could you do today to change the world? And I I was like, I that's awesome. Because I'm so sick of when you grow up, when you grow up. And it's like, that's tr- to me, that's just so backwards. It's like, yeah. what, it's like the moving target. Okay, so when you grow up, you're telling them that you're going to reach this point where you're going to do yes. these amazing things. When really, it's a collection of small, what seems meaningless things that adds up to be great things. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. I loved it. So anyway, she wanted to do bullying or anti-bullying, I should say. And um, she had been bullied a little bit on social media. Mm. And she's like like a popular kid, I guess you could say, which is, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, right. right. <clears throat> you know, so it's like everybody. So I'm like, well, that's crazy because I always had this idea where um, I wanted to have the kids basically put on their backs how they wanted the world to see them and start this whole like campaign <clears throat> because selfies were driving me nuts I'm like I'm so sick of you and your age group like here's my duck lips here's my selfie here's me here's my ice cream cone here's me I'm like oh my god you guys are so focused on like yourselves yes but it's not even real it's like it's like a, am I good enough am I good enough you know what I mean it's disgusting yeah. to me and I'm like, flip the camera around and be like, look, I'm at the airport, <laughs> right? It's like, yes. you're not being like amazing right now. You're you're waiting for a taxi or, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't life. know. It, yes. Life is, it's just so fake sometimes. And I hate fake. So I'm like, I hate selfies. I'm like, people should really just show who they are and like what they do and, you know, more important stuff. So anyway. Right. And that was the idea to kind of put that on their back, like how they wanted the world to view them and what people couldn't tell just by looking at them. And, um, 
you know, because everybody has a story and even my most successful friends have the most horrific stories and people look at them like they were given everything. And it makes me crazy because they won't even say it because they're adulting. (laughs) Right. And Mm -hmm. it's like, so anyway, I went into their classroom and, um, I had them all kind of write down some things that they loved about themselves or wanted people to know or were good at or their talents, whatever. (laughs) And they were there for like 25 minutes. Like, um, (laughs) and the teacher was like, well, what would your mommy say about you? Like, you know, know, like, and I'm like, guys, like think of one thing. And so that was a struggle. And then I brought them outside and (laughs) I took pictures of them. Um, with their backs and with the, they, they taped each other's backs. Like everything is like a process for me. I'm like, that. I'm not going to do it. I want them to be a group and like together. So they were helping each other, <clears throat> you know, whatever. And we did that. And then I had them go back in the classroom and write down some things that maybe people had said negatively about them, either online or in person. <clears throat> and literally they didn't even sit. They're like filled up pages. And it was the most oh. like, I wasn't expecting to be, again, like when you go in to be the teacher, you're always like, (laughs) wait a minute. Um, And most of them, I'd say 90% of them had kill yourself on it. Not even kidding. And the teacher and I were crying. We're like, oh "Oh my God. She's like, this is my accelerated class. These are good kids from, you know, typical homes that you would imagine. They're all in sports or whatever. So anyway, so I had them go outside and I had them think about some of the things that people said to them. And I do that a lot in my regular sessions. Like I want you to think about what you want the viewer to see when they look at your picture. Like, do you want them to feel, to see your bravery, you know, whatever. Right. And you can see like a shift in their facial expressions. And I don't know. I love all that weird psychological stuff. So anyway, I took all their portraits and I put them all in black and white and then I photoshopped like just layered over all of the horrible words in their own handwriting over it. There's something about like real handwriting too that it's like powerful. So anyway, Mm -hmm. so we had them all put together and um, I ended up doing more and more classes. She's like, well, you do this class and this class. And, but it was crazy because I'm like, just look around. I'm like, you know the person that's too short next to the person that's too tall to the too fat, to the too skinny, to the too smart, to the too stupid, to the, you know what I mean? I'm like, look at all of you. And they're all like from different socioeconomic classes and talents. And, and like, and all of you have all this crap Mm because I think the biggest part is them feeling like it's just them. They all feel like it's, it's just them. It's, it's them. And they attack themselves. And, um, so it was really, really moving and really awesome. And they displayed it like a, like a gallery in the classroom. And then, um, some woman online was like going after me. Like, You're using the kids for fame and fortune of like, I spent like $300 on this project and my time and like my sanity. Yeah. So anyway, she she was bullying me online about <laughs> about your anti-bullying online. campaign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
That's insane. Wow. That, that takes yeah. a special kind of person to do that. Yeah, that's a whole other level. <laughs> yeah, she went to, like, the school board, and, and my husband's like, we're going to get sued. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're not going to get sued. They signed a thing and whatever. <clears throat> so it was pretty crazy. And there was a point, though, when I was like, you know what, I think we should just take it. We should just take it all down. Like, I can't. I can't have the stress anymore and you know and she's like well let me ask the kids what they think and because I didn't know who the woman was we had no idea how she was associated with the kids and all that and so it was kind of scary so anyway the kids were like but isn't that what she was teaching us just to not worry about what people say to try to bring it like use my own words against me and I'm like damn right they're right they're They're so right well that's Ah. true and how did that wind up playing out so we ended up, we ended up doing it. And with yeah. a, dis- well, what I said, when we have them hanging up and they have all the negative things across their face, that's the yeah. alarming part, yeah. which is kind of the point of art to be like, yes. bam, you know, yes. but I'm like, well, why don't we have each kid in <clears throat> each class go and write nice things around the white paper, like just kind of surround oh. them with like opposite, you know, like what each person. So they did that. And then, um. It took a really long time, but I wrote her back and um, I thanked her. I said, you know, it had been a really long time. Here I am trying to tell kids to brush it off. You know, we always tell kids, brush it off. They're, you don't know what they're going through. You tell them all these things, but it does yeah. get to them. It got to me as yes. a grown adult. <clears throat> it affected every aspect of my days. And yeah. I forgot how that felt. So yeah. thank you for bullying me so I could remember <laughs> how important this is like I had been so removed from it yeah and um yeah and then I blocked her because I'm like whatever get on my yeah ain't, ain't got time for that well that's, right? so, that's so fascinating I feel like that just takes the story to a whole other level that mm. something so beautiful that you made out of something so ugly could then turn somebody ugly and what what a powerful statement wow that's right crazy. it's like trippy yeah it, is, it really is oh my gosh and the fact that that is verbiage that's just so commonplace and mm-hmm. uh and like really really short personal story of my own when I was in sixth grade I was new a new kid in school and I had a note in my desk telling me that I should kill myself and oh. I thought that that was and I never told a soul never told my parents ah. of course but <laughs> I think that now with just the dialogue that kids are allowed to have and with the access um yes. to, to the stories they have um I think it's good and bad. You know, I think that, that, you know, the, the keyboard please, um, it's yes. so much easier to say those types of things, actually physically write a note and put it in someone's desk. Man, that takes, takes some ball. That is and, horrible. but it's so common and it, it's just so crazy that kids can do that, you know? Yeah, so I think what you're doing is really, really beautiful and amazing and making these kids, giving them a voice making them know that they're not alone. It is so commonplace and how to better prepare yourself when stuff like that comes your way. Um, because it does hurt no matter who you are, it, the, you know, words hurt period. And there's right. nobody that can deflect it 1000%. Um, right. you know, it's just, it's well, part even of it. Look at, uh, you know, even look at adults online. I'm yes. like, wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> we wow. were just talking about this last night. We were just talking about this last night and that's why, you know, in Unraveled we have we have a, we, it sounds ridiculous, but we have a kindness policy, you know, right. and, and that is like one of our strongest stands that we take. Like we just don't tolerate unkindness, right. just don't tolerate it. There's no need for it. 
There's no need right. for it. honesty is one thing, but like being being unkind is another. Not just there's no place for that. Not in our world. No, and that's why I love it so much. Oh, we love you. Oh my gosh. Mm. Seriously, seriously. Thank you so much for being here. This was such a rad interview. Um, yeah. And you guys, check out her work. Can you please tell everybody your Instagram handle so they can co-follow you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, now? Okay. <laughs> it's roots to willows and then underscore soul shine because I was going to do a sunshine and do like my happy stuff and not scare all the people. But then I was like, forget it. It's just nah. <laughs> I started it. There's like five people on it and like four pictures. <laughs> you can find sunshine too if you really want to. <laughs> oh, there it is. Sunshine's better. I dig it. And we yeah. love you so much. And we're just so proud to have oh, you be a part you of this too. Yeah, and thank, uh, you. thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Have a good day, guys. Thank you. Thank you too, honey. <laughs> All right. Take care.